Hello and welcome to Creekcast. I'm Josh. I'm Marcus. And we once again have our special guest with us, Jason. Hey guys. <laughs> and we're glad you guys have joined us for this Taco, taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Hope you enjoy this Taco Tuesday. Go find your taco somewhere, some shape, some fashion. <laughs> I will say this. I've actually never listened to a Taco Tuesday episode, so I don't really know how loud that really is. <laughs> I think we listened to it one time and we're like, yeah. eh, you know. <laughs> but it is taco, taco tuesday. tuesday yeah and so we are are glad you guys have joined us for this taco tuesday as we continue our study in the book of jude jude 12 through 19 is where we are at uh, i will say i find it amazing that they've taken like four days to work through the book of jude yes you know because you look at it, it's like oh what's well, you know 25 verses you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and i i mean just this this today I love the beginning of this this is just such a powerful picture here oh yeah in uh, word pictures yes. I mean talks about hidden reefs which are like unforeseen uh, danger yeah um, you know shepherds feeding them themselves you know not providing spiritual help and um, the the waterless clouds which is just like neglect basically <laughs> yeah um, um, you know the fruitless trees is not providing any spiritual food and uh, the wild waves you know casting foam is you know scattered and noisy things and yeah um, you know wandering stars of no real direction I just I'm a very visual person so to visualize oh, all yeah. that helps me a lot when I'm reading this. And yeah, and our commentary sort of goes into this also. Yeah. Um, it says Jude uses six illustrations of the false teacher's unselfishness. Mm-hmm. They are at a stain. They are a stain at the church communion table, which I think just that illustration right there. That's just because thinking about the church communion table, we keep it white, pristine. Mm-hmm. You know, you spill a little grape juice on that. That's not a good thing. Uh, yeah. So they are a stain at the church's communion table. They are pigs feeding themselves and not others. They promise spiritual drink, but cannot satisfy anyone's thirst. They are fruit trees that are that not only have f- no fruit, but they are uprooted. They are violent waves pouring forth pollution. They are shooting stars, all sound and fury, but vanishing as soon as they appear. Mm-hmm. Their destiny is eternal blackout. And it's just like mm-hmm. you said, just this virtual, this visual picture that's like, I can see this. Yeah. You know. It's a bright picture, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just it's like man, these false teachers. Like we've we've read Paul's writings on false teachers, and we've mm-hmm. you know I think we've even studied Peter's writings on false teachers. But I think Jude here gives the best example of what they really are. Yeah, I mean, it, just in first sixteen, it ta- it says uh, these are grumblers, malcontents, 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 following their own sinful desires. They are loud mouthed boasters showing favoritism to gain advantage. And then if you jump to verse 19, it goes, it is these who cause divisions, world, worldly people, devoid of the spirit or divide, void, devoid of the, of the spirit. And I mean, it just helps you recognize what a false teacher is. I mean, yeah. And, but then like, it makes you wonder, like, do I have anything of those in my life? Oh yeah. Cause like, I can look at this and be like, oh yeah, I could point to somebody who was, you know, loud mouth boasters oh yeah or favoritism have i ever complained yeah like of course i've complained Uh, yeah um you know do do i tend to pick apart and find faults in other people i've done that yeah you know um or do do i use my words to manipulate others to do what i want of course i've done that of course yeah of course yeah i would not consider myself a false teacher but it it's got, kind of goes back to our last episode, last few, few episodes where you were talking about like it's so easy to get into that point. Yeah, like it's so easy to become a false teacher if you're not yeah. careful. Yeah, because a lot of times we talk about false teachers and we just talk on what they're teaching. But yeah, we don't talk about the attitude that goes behind them being a false teacher. Uh huh. And we could, I mean, it makes me think of First Corinthians thirteen. We could 
preach all that we want to in truth, but if we're not showing love and the actions that we're doing with it, we're yeah. just a, a loud gong. You know, there's no motivation behind it. We could teach the best gospel ever, but if we are still manipulating others and gossiping and undoing all this other stuff, it's mm-hmm. pointless. That kind of goes back to the whole discipleship and yeah, and yeah. It's more than just a prayer. It's the way you live. It's the way you think. Mm-hmm. It's the way you act. Yeah. And what I love so much about this is he was so forthcoming as if he just he just called it what it was, called it like it is. And this is it's, it's kind of like what Mark said. It's just so, so graphic on how it was explained. Yeah. Um, in this section here, we have this quote from Enoch um, in verse 14. It was about these that Enoch, the seventh of Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds. Of ungodliness they will have committed in such an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things the ungodly sinner has spoken against him. Um, And so we look at Enoch, and we see him in Genesis 5, but we don't really hear this quote. And our commentary talks about this, and so I'm just going to read from this. It says, Jude quotes godly Enoch, who walked with God, and God took him, Genesis 5. The quote does not come from the Bible. It comes from from the so-called Book of Enoch, one of the many religious writings of the ancient Jewish world. It almost certainly was not written by Enoch, for it does not appear in human history until the first century B.C., God's inspiration overcomes any weakness in the source. In fact, God could have told Jude that this is what Enoch said without any other written sources. Their information communicated, however, is all known from other biblical passages such as Daniel 7, 9-14. And so we see here this unique thing that pops up here. Because, and it sort of goes back to what we talked about with um, uh, Michael and the Satan fact over Moses' body. That was from another external source also. You know, um, but how God can use anything really to, you know, share the gospel. Yeah. yeah. yeah get our attention to, any, yeah, any source. Any but source, any source. yeah, but we see just how these ungodly people, just how ungodly they really are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's crazy how these false teachers can come in and just destroy stuff. And they think they're doing what's right. Well, what or makes it, what makes it so hard is, is as we learned I believe it was in the last episode that we've got to defend by what we know, but still be a Christian in doing so. Yeah. Because of the false teachers that strive to prove their point, if you notice, they strive to prove their point so much more that I've, I've came across in, in conversation of somebody saying, well, this, this way of thinking and belief is right because then they get so passionate that it becomes an argument that it becomes a, heated debate that becomes I'm right, you're wrong. And that's and even at that, that's not how Christ tells us to live yeah. and explain who he is. Well what's crazy is that we just had this not a couple of weeks ago with Easter. Mm-hmm. How I'm sure we all have those people on our timeline or Facebook or people that we know they're like, well, why do we celebrate Easter? It's a pagan holiday, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this is not the point, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. like, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but it's not the point. It's not the point behind it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's crazy how you can get caught up in one thing and that can be your hill to die on, Yeah, you know? Well, it's kind of like the next next thing where it says, you know, remember the words that were spoken. 
it's remembering the reason and the what was truly said. Because um, I mean, you can ask the question. Um, you know, when God tries to to warn us, you know, how do we respond? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's really only two ways to respond. You can either ignore it, or you can listen and take take the warning to heart and yep. and change right. um, to be who God wants you to be. But obviously, one is better than the other. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, but it's it's the meaning behind what you're doing. It's why you're doing it, and it's um, it's not who you are, but whose you are, um, and living like that. Right. Absolutely. So absolutely. Well, that's all I have for today. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. <laughs> well, for this uh, Taco Tuesday, uh, well, our prayer request for today. Oh, yeah. We got to yeah. do that. It's <laughs> Jamaica uh, leadership within government and churches to be united or untamed by corruption or compromise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah. But that's, yeah, definitely something to be praying about um remember our sponsor that we're gonna hear from right now sunday cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company sunday cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others Sunday Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and then we mentioned they provide the world's softest prints on the world's softest tees. Go say hi to Carl on SundayCool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And then life step. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. Yeah, <laughs> we should brace ourselves for this disdain of sinners and have a gentle response to continue to interest to interest them in the claims of Christ. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, for this Taco Tuesday, I've been Josh. I've been Marcus. I've been Jason. Booyah. Booyah.